Storygram Network. Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm. Hi, my name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food, and it's not about weight. What is it about? Everything else. Because it's never, ever about food or weight. Never, ever. Not even. One time. Not ever. Ever, ever. Hello, everyone. This is Laura Lee Rourke from It's Not About Food podcast. Thank you for joining us today. And today we're going to be talking about the Body Love Card purpose. Not porpoise, but purpose. So the goddess on the front is walking with her deer sort of up a path. And there's a beautiful sun shining and a little crescent moon. And it's hilly and there's flowers. It looks like the golden road, the brick road. Anyway, it's beautiful card, thanks to the artist that drew this. So in the back of the card, it says, following our purpose leads us to the path that feeds our soul. We all possess unique gifts, and we have the need to express those gifts. To find our calling is to find the path of our hearts, the way of life that makes us feel alive and glad to be here. Over time, we may find many different paths, small and large. We find our calling by listening to our inner voice and doing what feels right and true to ourselves. So for me, this is a huge card for recovery. I really thought that my purpose when I was out there struggling with my eating disorder was to have maybe a size zero (laughs) dress and to be on a really good diet my whole life. And when I would binge or when I would do behaviors, eating disorder behaviors, I just felt like I had lost my whole purpose for living. It just was so black and white to me. And I forgot that there was a bigger reason for me to be here. I didn't know what that was. But when I started to recover and someone said, you know, you're much more than your weight. You're much more than your eating disorder even. It was like the first time somebody had told me that there was a whole other room that I could go into. I just had to go through the door. So for me, over time, I learned that I had a path and I had many paths. I had many things to do on this earth at this time. And If I just listen to that small inner voice within, it will be very loud and clear of what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And a lot of times I didn't know how I would, for instance, write a book. I had no idea, but Carol and I did. And then we wrote another one, and then I wrote another one. So I don't know even to this day kind of how we had the the hubris, if you will, (laughs) to do it, to step into it, or to open up Beyond Hunger in 1988. I mean, how did we do all the things we did? I don't know. But these were all my paths. And once I got on them, I just went as far as the path led me and 
when things would end or things would shift and change, I just went on that path. So I feel like this card really, or the idea of this card, purpose, it helped me so much to stay true to myself. And not that I did it perfectly, or of course I did not, but I did return always to what was my spirit telling me to do. And that was inside of me, not outside of me. So today's guest is somebody who is, I feel, really living her purpose. It's very exciting where she's going right now. And I've known her for a long time. And I'm so happy to have Ashley on today. And I'll let her introduce herself and tell us what she's doing and what this card or what this idea of purpose means to her. Oh, thank you, Laura Lee. Oh, it's really nice to be here. So I do feel like I'm on a path now that is very exciting. And like you were just explaining, you don't know how you did all the things that you've done. And I feel the same way right now. And I think the path that I'm on currently, I don't know exactly how I got here <laughs> or where exactly it's going to lead, but it does feel just so right within my heart, my soul. I'm just trusting the process, which is another one of your wonderful cards. (laughs) And yeah, so about six months ago, I decided to quit my job and (laughs) embark on (laughs) opening a treatment center for eating disorders. And it's something that I've thought about for years, even during my own eating disorder. And especially once I found recovery, I knew that I wanted to help other women going through similar struggles. And I remember feeling so happy and lucky to be alive that, you know, this was now my purpose and my calling and thinking I found recovery so that I could help other women and other people. So I enrolled in college probably for the sixth or seventh time by that point out constantly due to my own eating disorder. I'm in psychology with really the goal to become a therapist. And during this time, I was working in property management. I met my wonderful husband. We got married. We were looking for a home together. And so things were really great. Every now and then, I would search for jobs within the eating disorder field. And one day, a job popped up for an outreach and marketing position for eating disorder treatment center that was opening in my hometown. And I couldn't believe it. So I applied and I got the job. And the moment I began working there, I knew I made the right decision. You know, being so young, I learned so much from the clinicians and from the clients. And the staff there just created such a warm and welcoming environment for these women. It really felt like a little sanctuary tucked away from the world. And unfortunately, just a few short years later, the center closed and I continued to stay in the outreach and marketing field for a few different companies, a few different treatment centers, still helping people with mental health and some eating disorder issues, but it just didn't feel the same. And it was around that time that I started to have this thoughts every now and then that I should open up my own treatment center for eating disorders. <laughs> and you 
immediately that was met with, that's absolutely crazy. There's no way you can do that. And so I would just stuff it. I would just stuff it down. And I'd go about my life and my job and I had two babies and, you know, life was still really good, but that thought would just continue to surface. You need to do this. You need to create a healing space for women. So at times I would research different things on how to do that. I'd put a small business plan together and then I'd get so insecure and anxious that I would stop completely. And this was a cycle for several years. Fear stopped me in my tracks every single time. Even that old, very familiar ED voice of you're not smart enough. No one will ever support you. You know, you'll fail. So just quit now. And the more I listened to that fear voice, the unhappier I became. (laughs) Yes. I really believe that the more I ignored my purpose and my true calling, the more my mental health suffered. And something that really struck me on the back of this body love card of purpose was when it reads that first sentence, following our purpose leads us to the path that feeds our soul. And I wasn't following mine, you know, following a path that just wasn't meant for me anymore. Even though it was successful and had the potential for a great future, it had served its purpose already. And I needed to embark on this new path, even though I wasn't secure in in where that would lead. And so in June, I made the decision to trust the process. And so I sit here today with a treatment center that is scheduled to open on January 30th. Wow. (laughs) And, (laughs) And it's amazing and surreal and probably every emotion you can think of, but I'm just so excited and Really happy to be here talking with you this morning. I am too. And it reminds me of when Carol and I opened up Beyond Hunger. We started in my living room. And then we, at some point, we decided that it probably wasn't great to have all the groups in my house anymore (laughs) because I always felt like I was at work. And so we looked for a place. And I remember asking Carol, how are we going to pay for that? She goes, the money will be there. And I think that was one of the greatest parts about having a partnership that, you know, I'd freak out and she would not, and then she'd freak out and I would not. So (laughs) I hope you have someone like that, that believes in you, you know, that when you freak out can say, this is going to be okay. I do. And I feel so lucky to call that person my husband. He's been just an unwavering support for me. I feel like I'm going to get really emotional. We met so young. I was only 22 when I met him and really just coming into my own. And I feel like in a lot of ways, we kind of grew up together. And he has always supported this purpose. And I honestly, I think without his support, I probably wouldn't be in this space today and embarking on this. And yeah, it it really does make such a difference to have that partner. And I needed that as well. And I feel, yeah, very lucky to have him in my corner. Storygram Network. 
Welcome to One Media, One Media. I'm... When you're whining with nurses. It's a place I like to call The Bleed. My name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. The art of being yay isn't just something he developed. Storygram Network. I joined Beyond Hunger about three years ago after my own eating disorder recovery. I've been with the Peer Ed program for over a year. I have been a peer educator for a few weeks now. Beyond Hunger is an amazing organization in which high schoolers like me get to go to schools across the Bay Area and educate teens and students on mental health, body image, intuitive eating. And I joined because it really helps people. I joined the program because I believe that the information we provide people my age is very important. Beyond Hunger has allowed me to connect with the youth in my community and reaffirm to myself what I know is true. It has given me an opportunity to educate others and inform others around my age. Um, and I just think it's a really wonderful program. Because I want to teach other teens what I never learned. Appreciating your body through its ups and downs, navigating diet, diet culture, and learning about intuitive emotions and hunger. And I felt that it was super important to continue to make change in the community. My name is Laura Lee Rourke, and I am one of the founders of Beyond Hunger. My business partner, Carol Normandy, and I founded it in 1988. But for the last 25 years, we've been going into schools and talking about the issue of eating disorders and body hatred. We um, train young women to go in with us, peer to peer, student to student, and it is a wonderful program. Please give generously this holiday season. Thank you. I agree with you. And I find that I often tell my clients, my own clients, about find other people who will walk with you on the path for a little while or forever, whatever, you know, because it's a hard road sometimes. We lose our way or, like you said, the eating disorder, Ed, will come back and tell us that we're not going to make it or the world will tell us that, you know, whatever. I mean, I started this podcast just by, I don't even know how I did it. I just thought about it and I told one person, my neighbor, I'm thinking about doing this. And he said, yes, we're doing it <laughs> and I'll help you. <laughs> and I have a friend that can be the producer and Wow. You know, it felt a little bit like, uh, okay, well, so once other people came on board, I didn't feel like I could say, just kidding. <laughs> so it happened. It's just amazing to me. Yeah, it's funny how that happens. I remember telling just a few people once I really decided that I was going to do this and that I was going to try to open up a treatment center, I was so shy about saying anything to anyone because I didn't know what the reaction was going to be. I remember those first few people I told and when it was met with support and excitement, it does, it just gives you this, oh, okay, everything's going to be okay. This could actually work. And I have people on my side and then everything just started to fall into place. And yeah, it really does make a difference. It does. 
And I wonder about, so like you, you know, I had an eating disorder and thought I would die of that eating disorder. And then fast forward years and I'm helping other people recover from an eating disorder. Again, it was like, what? (laughs) How can you, what? (laughs) How did you get here? You know, it's sort of like, I think that once I got well or once I recovered, I decided that I needed to live. And if I was going to live, then I was going to try to follow my soul and my spirit. So was that sort of your process as well? It was. When I was in my eating disorder, like so many other people, I I got to that point where it really sunk in that I was either going to live the rest of my life in that state, not really living, (laughs) not having any relationships, not having any type of career or purpose, not having any kind of life, or I was going to die of this disease. And it really did feel like it was going to be one or the other. There was no other way. And I went to bed one night with that realization and I prayed for the first time in a really long time. And I just remember just being completely broken down. I prayed that somehow, some way, this eating disorder would be taken from me or I would just be taken in my sleep. I just couldn't do it. And I woke up that next morning. The first thing I felt was warmth on my skin. Wow. It was the sunshine from my window and I could hear the birds chirping outside. My eyes were still closed and I just remember having a thought like, wait a minute, what's happening? Because morning I would wake up and it was just that wheel of the obsessive thoughts. It was like, I could never get away from it. I could never escape it. And that morning, that wheel was not spinning. Wow. That up really quickly. And I just thought, now is my chance. I have to ask for help. I have to tell somebody what's really going on because I don't know how long this is going to last. And that's what I did that day. And I've been in recovery ever since. And I just, I do feel incredibly lucky to have had that experience. And I don't want to waste that. I really do want to spend the rest of my life helping other women find their path to recovery and find their purpose in this life. That is so beautiful. You know, to talk about the sort of the moment of when, if you go down this path, or if your purpose is to have an eating disorder that eventually kills you or makes you crazy, that's that purpose. But if the other purpose is you don't know how, you don't know how it's going to happen, but you're going to go towards recovery, what even the hell that means, <laughs> you know, that is such a perfect way to say it, you know, that you just gathered your strength as you were sleeping that night going, yeah, this is where we're going. We're going to turn away from that other thing that's going to kill us. So beautiful. That's a beautiful story. Beautiful story. Thank you. I know, and I know other people listening to this show know, how hard it is to recover from an eating disorder because it feels like it takes over our whole lives. 
everything is about that. I would be able to work and I had a child and I was married and and I would have conversations with people and I would be able to operate in the world, but I would constantly hear that voice of, you're not enough, this is no good, you're too fat, you're too thin, you're too something, you're not enough of whatever that is, <laughs> and you're going to fail, you're going to fail, you're going to fail, you're going to fail. Just that wheel, that's a great way to describe it, of loop to loop to loop. And I didn't think I'd ever get rid of that voice. I really didn't. Yeah, I didn't think so either. And recovery is hard. There's so many phases. I think one of the most important things in creating this center was offering a space to women that just felt incredibly safe and warm and compassionate and just a a place of understanding so that they can come in every day and just leave everything at the door and feel like they're really going to be taken care of and heard. And, you know, I think that's something that I didn't necessarily experience in early on in recovery, going into treatment. And it really wasn't until probably a few years, five, six years into my recovery that I found a therapist that offered that for me. And so walked through the door to her office I felt just completely safe, completely heard and understood. I felt her unwavering compassion for me. And that's what truly made the difference in my lasting recovery. And I'll never forget that feeling. And I I hope that we can create that same feeling for the clients that walk through our door. I think you definitely can, especially when I came to your kind of soft opening of showing the rest of your eating disorder recovery people peeps of what you had created and meeting your team, I thought, first of all, it's a beautiful space. You created a beautiful space, which I think is so important, and a safe space. And I don't know, I just felt like people coming in here are going to feel the love that built this space. I met your husband for the first time. He had that huge grin on his face. Hello. (laughs) Looks great, right? (laughs) I mean, it was just, you had so much backing. People had your back. And I could feel that when I was in there. Oh, thank you. It meant a lot to me that you were there. Yeah. Is there anything else that you would like to say? You have a platform here. Do you want to give a little plug about... Where to see this wonderful place, where to join it, where to be? Yeah, so our website should be going live today or tomorrow. And I don't even think I said the name of our treatment center. So it's Willa Wellness Center. And our website is willawellness.com. You can go there to learn about our different programs, our staff, our approach to treatment, We're located physically in Petaluma, California. We're offering a PHP and IOP level of care for women 18 and over. What does Willa mean? Yeah, so it took me such a long time to come up with a name. (laughs) Really wanted it to be perfect and to have meaning. And so Willa means resolute protection or protector. 
and also translates to warrior. Oh. So Willow Wellness Center, you know, Willow meaning resolute protection. I really wanted our clients to feel that when they come into our space. And once they're through treatment with us, become their own warrior, you know, as they move through their own journey in recovery from an eating disorder. I read it wrong the first time I saw it. I read it as Willow. And I remember thinking, what a great name, like, because you can bend but not break, which I think is just probably another another thing about going into recovery. You have to bend. You really do. You <laughs> do. Yeah. But I love that you're turning to go into this. You do have to become a warrior and you have to also become just a regular person that chooses not to die of this disorder if, if you can do it. Absolutely. So I'm so happy to talk to you. And I wonder if you will read that bottom part of the card, the today. Today, I will find some time to ask myself the questions, what higher purpose might I have? What can I bring into my life that would bring me joy, inspire me, and feed my soul? I will listen to my inner voice and honor whatever thoughts, feelings, and ideas that come to me. Oh, and you have been walking it, but you are really walking it right now (laughs) as you go towards your opening. And then hopefully you get to stay around for years and years. I mean, Beyond Hunger, well, we still have our peer ed program where I go into schools with young women and talk about eating disorders and body hatred. But the big part of Beyond Hunger closed the groups and therapy and support. So it ran for a long time, like over 30 years, which I couldn't believe it. I thought, we'll open this little organization and it'll go for a few years because people will not have eating disorders anymore. Which was crazy talk because, of course, it got worse. We never thought it would get worse, but it got worse. You know, we never saw social media coming or Photoshop or all the millions of things that have happened. So I'm so glad that you're picking this up and carrying it forward. Thank you very much for doing that. Well, thank you, Laura Lee. You're incredibly inspiring. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming to Beyond Hunger when I first got into this field. And I just looked at you and Carol and just thought, gosh, you were just some of the most amazing women you were doing for the community. And you were very, very inspiring to me, you know, in, in the beginning of the journey. So thank you. And you are very inspiring to me. And I'm happy that you're picking up the mantle walking through. Thank you. So we'll end with, if you don't know what your purpose is, check inside of yourself. It's right there. And thank you very much, Ashley, for being on my show today. Thank you for listening. And be sure and follow me on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's notaboutfood.com. Thanks. Thanks.